Welcome to Wealthy Muslim Woman Podcast, a resource for Muslim women to learn about money, how to create it, grow it, and to protect it. Money is easy. All that's needed is the right mindset. I'm your host, Dr. Saima Ali, with life coaching tools to truly help you create wealth in all areas of your life. Hello, 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 everybody. Welcome to another episode of Wealthy Muslim Woman Podcast. So this is the month of November, November 2020, and this month we will be talking about relationships. So as you all know, I describe, not relationships, I describe wealth as an abundance of valuable assets. And what are some of the most valuable things that we have? Well, the first and far most important is yourself your mental health, and your body. So you want to take care of your temple, which is your body and your brain, and you want to take care of them and give what they need. So exercising for your body, which helps your brain to release good endorphins, and anything else that, uh, like healthy food, and anything that is going to nourish your body in a good way and keep it protected and safe. And then the next most valuable thing in our lives is usually our relationships. So we are a very social creature. That's how we are built as human beings. We love living in societies and uh, around other people. And relationships are important. How to learn to get around with other people and have healthy relationships with our families, with our kids, with our friends, everybody else. So that's a very important aspect of being wealthy. And then, of course, um, if it is a husband and wife relationship, that is very valuable and it can also be very costly in terms of the financial decisions because divorce can be a very, very expensive process. So you could end up losing half of the money that you make So that's why we want to nourish and protect our relationships as well. And then, of course, money. Money is an important asset. We don't want to negate it. Money helps us to buy things and to do things for ourselves that are healthy. So, for example, buying gym membership, buying healthy food, buying time away from work to spend it with our families. And, you know, to go on vacations and to really build our bonds. So that's why money is a tool that we use to help with other things that make this life a better life for us. And when it comes to relationships, one of the things that I see most people suffering with is hate and resentment for other people. So it's something that someone has done to them. And this may have been done in the past many times. Um, Sometimes these people who have done the quote-unquote harm are actually um, not even living anymore, but we keep reliving that pain through those past experiences by remembering them the way that we do and really punching ourselves in the face with the pain that we may have suffered at the time when the incidents happened. So this can be from a spouse, your own parents, or your in-laws. And the argument I hear is that this person did me so much wrong 
that I could never love them, okay? And I could never forgive them because they were just so awful to me. They did this, they did this, and they have like a huge stories that could go on forever and ever about how they were mistreated and how the other person harmed them. So loving them actually or hating them or resenting them does not actually cause any harm to that person. We think that by by keeping those feelings in our head and keep repeating them and keep reminding ourselves that how much we hate them and how much we resent them, that we are hurting those people. But other people do not feel our emotions. Other people do not feel our hate. They do not feel our resentment. And the only person you are hurting is yourself. Only you feel your emotions. So let's review what an emotion is. Emotion is a vibration in our body. So we, when we experience an, a thought, usually in our head, then we feel an emotion, a feeling, and it has, it's like kind of like this vibration that cannot reach the other person. So it just stays in our body. And then we will, what ends up doing is when we're indulging in this negative feeling, hatred, resentment, whatever it is when we are thinking about it, all we're doing is experiencing that for ourselves. And then in that moment, we are most likely not doing anything that's productive for us. So most likely when we are experiencing these negative emotions, we'll go sit and we'll eat something. So you know, cookies or cream cheesecake or whatever comes into mind. We'll go eat something and then we'll just sit and watch TV because we want to forget that feeling. So what ends up happening is that we end up hurting ourselves even more. And we are thinking that we are hurting the other person. And as I mentioned, sometimes this person may be dead for years, but we keep experiencing the hate because we think that they deserve it. And in this case, that painful situation, it, it's never over. And like that painful situation, the actual like the experience that was, that's long gone, but we keep repeating it in our head. And what keeps hurting us is our thinking about it. So basically, we are causing our own pain by thinking about it. And no matter how bad you think that other person was, in their mind, 99% of the time, they did nothing wrong. And if they said anything, it was purely out of defense or something else. Next week, I will be discussing the Dale Carnegie book. It's one of the most famous books, How to Win Friends and Influence People. And the first chapter is just mind-blowing. And I will give you examples of how these criminals and these other people who've done a lot of wrong, they never think that they are causing harm to another person. They think they are the most kindest, nicest people on the planet and that you are cause, you may have caused them harm. So in their own sense, they are at peace because they've never done anything wrong. So 99% of the time, people don't think they've done anything wrong. If you criticize them, they're going to become defensive and try to, they'll have their own story of how things went and why they said what they, what they said. 
and it is going to be completely different different story so when you decide that you are going to be hurt and in pain and you want to live your life that way then basically you are giving all your power to that other person that other person is in power of your emotional well-being they control your emotions when you let them make you feel the hate and the resentment and everything that's negative out there then you are giving them the power not the other way around you have no control so your mother-in-law may have said something bad like how you may not be a good fit for her son or other awful things but it's not really her saying that that is causing you the pain it's you thinking that your mother-in-law should not say those things and what if you just accepted that it was every mother-in-law's job in the world to tell their daughter-in-law how they were not fit for their son what if that was just like universal knowledge and we just accepted it that for for a mom nobody will be good enough for her kids and nobody will be perfect enough nobody will be good enough and that was just coming from her place of love for her child she sees her own kids as so valuable and so beautiful and so deserving that nobody ever is going to compete with with them and you know and a mother is allowed to think that way as as a mom or you know as you probably know other moms who will believe that their kids are the best kids in the world and they are the most amazing things and awesome things and nobody else compares to them right so what if that was just a normal thing what if we just decided to believe that so that's one of the things and then let's talk about what love is right so love by itself never hurts us so we think that if we love somebody and they do something wrong then that love is going to hurt us but love actually is wonderful so love doesn't hurt by itself it's an amazing emotion that you can choose to experience so it's not something that just happens automatically to you so we don't just fall in love with somebody and it's something it's an emotion that you can create when you're married to somebody and you're going to be in a long-term relationship with them then you can choose to practice love towards them on a regular basis it doesn't have um it's not something that goes away when we say you know if they've been married for too long and you know they may not experience that love you can choose to experience that love that you experienced the first time other times as well is a totally a choice. So the first time we fall in love we have this endorphins kind of similar to when we are exercising or other things like hormones in our body, dopamine and all these other things that kick in and we just can't spend any time away from that person and that person becomes like the center of our attention. And then later on our body just can't keep doing that same experience again like you know things become routine and that response is not there automatically. then we can still choose to have that response when we want and by choosing to think all those thoughts that were there when you first met that person or choosing to think all those things positive things that they are doing now so not loving somebody doesn't actually protect us when you choose to not love someone because you don't want to get hurt 
you are actually already hurting yourself before you even fall in love. So it's like kind of failing yourself ahead of time. So let's say if somebody's husband cheats on them, right? And we think that our pain is being caused by the love that we have for that person, right? So we love this person and then they did something wrong to us. They went behind our back and, you know, they cheated on us or something like that. And, but it's not the love that's causing the pain. The pain that is being caused is by a feeling of betrayal that we think we were done wrong and we were betrayed and that a person did something awful to us and that's what's causing the pain and the misery not the fact that we love them if we love somebody then we would be more accepting of whatever they do right so for our kids we it's easier to see the unconditional love we have for them because you know most of the times they'll end up doing something and we get angry and we get mad at them but at the end of the day most of the parents will choose to love their kids and be with them and it's an unconditional type of love so and when they have that love that love doesn't really hurt them right so they don't say okay i'm not going to love my kid anymore and uh, if they decide not to love their kid anymore and just be that's what's going to cause the pain not that i love my kid anyway and i'm going to accept them and i'm going to accept this person for what they did and i'm going to choose to experience love anyway so why do we want to love anyway? It's because you are the only one who feels the love that you experience for another person. That other person actually doesn't experience your love. So you probably remember even in you know high school or back when, when somebody may have had a crush on you and they said they love you, but you never experienced that love, right? Especially if you didn't have any feelings for them. So just like hate and resentment don't jump out of your body and go you know go to the other person love doesn't jump out of your body and go to the other person this is a feeling that you have so basically when you love someone else without any conditions you do it for your own sake it's really kind of a selfish emotion we choose love because it feels good it just means that we don't have to feel hate or anger and we don't have to react so people make mistakes and they do things from a place of pain or whatever their reasoning is and we can choose to hate them for it and that's an emotion we will experience or we can choose to love them as human beings. Human beings who are filled with flaw and they're gonna make mistakes and they'll want to do some you know, things that are good for them and they're going to be selfish and they're going to try to, you know, they're going to experience jealousy at time and they may do things out of jealousy or envy or other things. And that is what makes us human. We are not perfect. If we were perfect, then this is not the life that we would be living. And sometimes we think that if, sometimes we worry about losing control. So we think that Let's say, you know, the husband did something wrong and if we choose to forgive and if we choose to love anyway and not react, then we are losing control and that that person will continue to, you know, choose to do that behavior. But the thing is that you do not control anybody. We don't have any control over another person. That's just our illusion. 
that if we yell and scream and if we're angry and we're mad that that person will choose a different behavior but they will continue to behave the way that they want to so it may they may say you know in the moment they may say i'm sorry this happened blah 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 but they'll continue to do it because that's what makes them human and that's who they are and we'll talk about boundaries later about how to create our boundaries does that mean that we have to live with every awful situation that there is and that person is just never going to change so we'll talk more about boundaries in another episode and so just because somebody is behaving in a way that you want them to behave that doesn't mean that they love you so there could be a husband who's like really awesome and sweet and this is you know people that i know and uh, who've experienced this stuff where the husband is so sweet and nice and always buying gifts and always there with the family and always doing things and he may be doing something awful behind your back so he is trying to put this illusion up where he wants to have a family he wants to have the kids and he wants he wants this other life but then he has another life that's elsewhere so it could be you know cheating or other things that they may be doing drinking or drugs and you know something that this other spouse would not approve of and so that could be a case where it's happening where you think you are the most loved person in the world and everything is perfect and awesome but something else may be happening in a you know in a different without your knowledge so again the human beings that are in our life they are not perfect they'll make mistakes they'll do things and we can still choose to love them as human beings and really use them as an excuse to feel love no matter what you know no matter what's happening so byron katie one of the person author i love she's one of the influencers of this century she says that i love you no matter what and there's nothing you can do about it like imagine that like i think that's the most powerful emotion that we can experience is that choosing to love somebody when they've done us wrong or when they've done something bad and still experiencing love for them and that's the most control that you can have for yourself over your body and over your emotions because you don't have to suffer in hatred and the resentment and the other negative emotions okay so that is it for this week my friends love the people around you love is for you only you experience your love and only you experience all your feelings not the other person the other person probably won't even be aware what you're feeling for them and in their head they are always always right so just think about yourself what you want to experience what you want to feel okay until next week bye